Hey everybody, this is Pastor Cor Chavis. Thank you so much for checking us out today at Truth Chapel's podcast. If this word has blessed your spirit or encouraged you, take a moment and leave us a quick review. Also, check us out at truth-chapel.com or any of our social media outlets, Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. God bless, and I pray you enjoy. These people had a problem with these Samaritans because they were not fooled you, and they weren't fooled Syrians. It would have been better for you just to be a Syrian or a Jew, but because you were somewhere stuck in between Samaritan and Jew, uh, or Syrian and Jew, you were a Samaritan. And these people were not looked upon very friendly from the Jewish nations. The Jewish people avoided them at all costs. Samaria was out of the way. To go through Samaria was not easy. It, it, was, it was out of the way, and they stayed there to themselves. We see this all throughout the New Testament, this rift between the Samaritans and the Jews. There's a problem here. Even when Jesus says at one point, I must needs go through Samaria, the disciples don't even go with him. They're like, you, you go do your thing. We're going to go do our thing. We're going to go get food. You go by yourself. And while he's there, he's talking to the woman and the Jews or the disciples. They're blown away. Not only is he talking to a woman alone at a well, but he's also talking to a Samaritan. This is a magnificent no-no. And because of this, there, there, there's trouble here between the Samaritans and the Jews. But beyond that, there's leprosy. Leprosy is a disease of the nerves, and, and so you lose feeling. Uh, you don't really get sick necessarily. You just start losing feeling, and you lose feeling in your extremities, your, your toes and your fingers and your nose and your lips. And it's very, very common, even today in leper colonies, that people are missing fingers, they're missing toes, they're missing noses, they're missing eyelids. It's, it's, it's a horrible disease because oh, what happens is you don't know that you have it until you have it. It's just on you. There's, there, there's no way to avoid it. If you get it, you get it. And... This, this disease of, of, of leprosy, if you want to study it out, you have to go back to the book of Leviticus. And Leviticus is very clear about the disease of leprosy. Uh, you have to wear a mask, you have to quarantine for 14, for 14 days. Sounds very familiar. Um, but uh, a, a few months ago, I preached a message on that, the law of leprosy. So if you want to go onto our podcast or our YouTube page, you can probably search back and find the law of leprosy which was uh, a message where I kind of brought a lot of that out. But I want to kind of tell you, I, I've told you about the place, which is, which is Samaria, but I want to tell you about the people, these lepers, be, be, because there was a status for lepers in this day and time. Th there was a status. And, and the status of, of leprosy was that you had to be around lepers. You couldn't be around regular people. Every leper, once the priest told him, oh, you got leprosy, this is, this is leprous disease, they were immediately cut off from family, from friends, from their job, from their, they were cut off immediately. They had to, they had to be cut off because this was a very contagious disease. And so they cut them off and they would go and they would become a member of a leper colony because even lepers need community. Amen. I'm not going to preach about that today, but I could. That, that, that even hurt people need community. There's never a reason to isolate. I said, there's never a reason to isolate. There's nothing worth your soul. There's nothing worth it. So, so even the, the, the lepers have community, and so they join this community, and uh, they, 
they have to do certain things. They have to stay away from certain areas. They can't come in. If you uh, just so happen to be near them for some reason, it is part of the law that they exclaim to you loudly two things. They have to say two words. The first word they have to say is leper. They have to declare that they are a leper. They have to say it. It has to be loud. Leper. And when they say leper, you know, okay, I'm near a leper. Then they have to say another word, which is unclean. They have to declare who they are and what they have. They have to say, leper, unclean. This is a part of the rules of leprosy. When you get leprosy, you can't just be like, well, I'm not going to do what everybody else does. No, we have colonies for this. We have a rule. We do this so that everybody doesn't get leprosy. There is a need for you to be separate. There is a need for you to not be here with us. And there is a need for you to declare who and what you are so that we all know. So every leper, when they are around people who are not lepers... They have to declare who they are and what they have. I'm a leper, unclean. The hearer of such now knows to protect themselves, maybe cover their face, maybe go to the other side of the road, maybe lock their doors, whatever it may be. Now they understand I am in the presence of a leper. Leprosy is the only disease in this day and time that had to be declared by vocalization. No other disease. Nobody had to say blind, blind, I'm blind. No one had to say lame, lame, I'm lame, I can't walk. No one had to say diabetes. I got diabetes. You had to declare nothing else. You had to say uh, mental issues, I got mental issues. Nothing. Just leprosy. If you had leprosy, you had to shout it. If you were near someone who didn't have it, you had to shout it. Leper! Unclean. I told you I'm not going to preach long today, so that's about all the foundation I'm going to lay. Because something happened in this story. That the Lord showed me, God is so good. The Bible says that when Jesus came through, came through the coast of in the midst of Samaria and Galilee, this is where Galilee and Samaria touch. This is, um, he's in between Galilee and he's in between some, uh, Samaria. He, he, he's in this middle ground where both Jews and Samaritans live and they kind of all kind of connect here in the, this coast, this midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as Jesus is walking through this area, these ten lepers they see Jesus, and the Bible says that they stand afar off and they lift their voice and they say, Jesus, Master. So good. For the first time since they have been diagnosed with this disease, the first words that they said were not who they were, and what they had. When you meet me, you want to tell me who you are and what you have. 
we, we are conditioned because we are all lepers. Every one of us today are lepers. We have all come short of the glory of God. We have all sinned. And every one of us have scars in our life to prove it. We all have things that we don't understand in our past. Things that came on us we didn't ask for. We just caught it by some way. We were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. And things happened to us. And our default mechanism is to always just be who we are. Leper unclean. But when Jesus came through, for the first time, they did not declare who they were and what they had. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. When they saw Jesus, they didn't say, leper, unclean. When they saw Jesus, they said, Jesus, master. For the first time, maybe since they had been diagnosed with this disease, they did not declare who they were and what they had. They called out his name and who he was. Can I preach to somebody in this room today? I don't know what your past is, but in his presence, you don't have to declare who you are and what you have. All you need to do is say who he is and what he has. In your presence, I have faults. In your presence, I'm wounded. But in his presence, it's all about him, Jesus, master. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus did not come here today because I was good. Jesus didn't come here today because I was perfect. He knew when he walked in the room that I was a broken piece of equipment. He knew that when he walked in the room, I was no good for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. But he's not here based on how good we are. He's here based on how good he is. And he is Jesus, master. Instead of declaring who you are and what you have, I want to declare who he is and what he has. He is Jesus and he is master. Oh, in the New Testament, Paul, Paul makes privy to this when he says, when I come among you, I don't want to know nothing among you. Save him and him crucified. He said, I don't want to know your mess. All I want to know is Christ and Christ crucified. We got to stop holding people to what they used to be. And we got to see Christ and him crucified in their life. You were a drug addict? I say Jesus, master. You used to be a prostitute? I say Jesus, master. You're a liar and a deceiver? I say Jesus, master. You don't have to declare who you are and what you have. Declare who he is and what he has. These lepers could have said, leper, unclean. But instead, they said, Jesus, master. Jesus, master, have mercy on us. There's only one who can have mercy on you. It matters what you say. Look at your neighbor and tell them, say, it matters what you say. You come in here today. And you can say everything you want to say about yourself. Well, I don't know about this. I don't, I don't know about this, Jesus. I don't, and you know, I, I had a bad past. I don't know if they want me in this church. I don't know. Y'all don't really know. You could come say everything you want to say about you, and you will leave the same way. But if you come to an altar today and say, Jesus, Master, have mercy on me. Then they'll tell them how you can leave. 
Jesus said, I want you to go show yourself to the priest. And the Bible says, as they went, as they went. You see, he might not heal you here today, but as you go, he'll heal you as you go. As you go back home, he can heal you on the way home. When you go back to work, he can heal you on the way back to work. When you go back to your life, he can heal you on the way there. But there was one that turned around and said, Lord, thank you for healing me. Thank you for saving me. Thank you. And Jesus said, I thought I saw 10. Where's the nine? He said, I don't really know there. He said, well, because of your faith, because of your faith, you shall be made whole. Somebody say there's a difference between healed and whole. <laughs> Hey, when I'm healed, I'm still missing fingers. When I'm healed, my nose is still gone. But when I'm whole, everything the devil tried to take from me, God said, I'm giving it back. I'm giving it back because you decided to not only say, Jesus, master, you also decided to say, thank you. It matters what you say. It matters what you say. It matters what you say. Let me show you in the Old Testament, and this is the last thing I'm going to say, and I'm going to be done. Because if I get going, I start feeling my help, y'all be in trouble. I start feeling my help. You know, in, in 1 Samuel chapter 1, we read the story of Hannah who, who dedicated the child. Hannah had a problem. Hannah's problem was Peninnah. Peninnah was her husband, Elkanah, that was his second wife. This man had two wives. Lord help Elkanah. Man had two wives, Peninnah and El And the Bible said that Peninnah, Peninnah had given him sons and daughters. But Hannah, the Bible says the Lord had shut up her womb. She couldn't have no children. And, I mean, that's bad enough already. Especially in that day and time. In that day and time, it was, it, it, it was, it was way worse than it is today. And, and so she struggled with this. But what made it even worse is that Peninnah would provoke her. Peninnah was rubbing it in. Look at all my kids. What have, what have you done for him lately? Yeah. Don't you wish you could have children like me? Oh, girl... Go get in there and cook. That's all you're good for, cooking. Because you can't do nothing else. Now, I know you never want to slap nobody because you saved. But I happen to know what it feels like to have an overwhelming desire to lay my hand suddenly upon somebody. <laughs> not not, not y'all. Y'all living right. You, 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 you'll turn the other cheek. That's you. Oh, come on, hit me over here now, brother. Look, somebody said, Jesus, I said, I'm not Jesus. I love him, but I ain't him. I will put these hands on you. And Hannah is, the Bible says that Hannah is so sad. She's so sad that she weeps and she doesn't eat. I mean, this is bad. It's bad. She, it, it's turned into an eating disorder now. She's struggling. Hannah's struggling. She can't have a baby. Peninnah's picking on her. She can't eat. She's broken. And Elkanah says, I'm going to go up to the house of the Lord to worship. And Hannah says, I'm coming with you. 
oh, Hannah, you know, girl, you, you know, you got all this stuff going on. You're so, you're so weak. You're struggling, Hannah. Stay home. Let me just speak to someone in this room. I don't care what you're going through. The worst thing you can do is stay home. Well, anybody want to talk back to the preacher on a Sunday? Oh, don't you let the devil lie to you and tell you staying home will fix it. That's a lie. Hannah said, I know. I know I'm barren. I know I'm weak. I know I'm sad. I, I know I'm going through, but I'm going to church. Because ain't nothing going to happen here. But if I can get in God's presence, I can ask God a few questions. And she went to church. And the Bible says she prayed and she spoke to the Lord. She prayed so much. She prayed so hard that, that, that the man of God was like, look, you can't be coming in here drunk, girl. This is the church house. And she said, oh, Lord, count not thy handmaid to be a servant of Bilal. Don't, 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 don't think I'm that. I'm, I'm not that. I, I, I just have spoken to the Lord out of the abundance of my complaint. I'm mad. I've been telling God. I've been telling God that, that I want a child. And, and, and the prophet said, be it done unto thee as he asks. I, I, you're going to have a child. And the Bible says that Hannah left that place, that she was excited. And the Bible says that she was happy and her countenance was no more sad and she did eat. Talking about just a word from the man of God cured everything. She was like, I, 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 I'm happy now. Listen, she hadn't even been home yet. Do you see it? There was no seed in her belly. With no baby in her belly, she rejoiced over the proposition that God may come through. She said, I know, I know it's not there yet, but I have the promise of a word. And the promise of a word is good enough for me to give God praise. Thank you, Lord. It was in a, what she said mattered. Praise God for it. I thank you for it. Hannah was eating everything on the way home. And Elkin was like, girl, you're eating, you're eating like you're pregnant. But she said, I'm not, but I'm about to be. Heck, somebody help the preacher. Somebody help the preacher. I'm not pregnant yet, but I'm eating like I'm going to be. Uh-huh, let me get some peanut butter and some orange juice. Let me get some pickles and ice cream. I'm eating like I'm pregnant. And listen what Hannah prayed when she came back. You see, that's the last time Hannah went to church until her son was old enough and she brought him back. And when Hannah came back to church, she went to that same spot that she prayed for the Lord to give her her promise. And here's what she said. Hannah prayed. This is 1 Samuel chapter 2. Hannah prayed and said, my heart rejoiceth in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. Watch this. My mouth is enlarged over my enemy's mouth because I rejoice in thy salvation. Mm. You see it? She said, Lord, you made what I said about myself more powerful than what the enemy said about me. Because she only had one enemy, that was Peninnah, and Peninnah was running her mouth. But she said, Lord, you made what I said powerful, more powerful than what Peninnah said. Peninnah said I was no good, but I, I knew that there was something in me, so I spoke favor over me. 
Listen, you can say leper unclean all you want, but if you will put a word in your mouth that says Jesus, master, God said, I'll make your voice more powerful than the enemy's voice. Because I know what the enemy wants to say about you. He wants to say you're wounded and you're undone and you can't be fixed and you're never going to be good and you're never going to be free. You're never going to be not addicted. You're never going to be not messed up. I'm always going to have you depressed. You're always going to live this way. But I rebuke every word that comes out of his mouth. I am not a leper and I am not unclean. Jesus, master, make my words more powerful than my enemy's words. Lord, you enlarged my mouth over my enemy's mouth. You made my mouth bigger than my enemy's mouth. What I said about myself was more powerful than what the enemy said about me. I know what he's saying. I know what he's saying. You don't belong here. You're not valued. They don't value you. I know what he's saying. They don't know how... They looking at you right now because you dressed up nice and pretty, but they don't know what you did last night. They don't know. I, I know what the enemy's saying, but I rebuke his voice. He wants me to come in here and say leper unclean, but I'm not coming in here and saying leper unclean. I'm coming in here and I'm saying Jesus, master, Jesus, master, have mercy on me. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not here because I'm good. I'm here because he's good. I'm not here because I got it all together. I'm here because one day he died on a tree. He gave his life for me. I wasn't worth it. I was undone. But he gave his life for me. And I will not declare what I am. I will declare what he is. And he is Jesus. And he is master. Oh, no. I could sit here this morning. And I could tell you all about me, but you don't want to hear all about me. Let me tell you who Jesus is. He's the rock of salvation. He's the stone that the builders rejected. He's the great and mighty God. He's a good shepherd. He's good all the time. He's the wheel in the middle of the wheel. He's the king of kings and the Lord of lords. The prince of peace and the fairest of 10,000. He's the healer. He's the mender. He's the yoke breaker. He's the chain breaker. He's the door opener. He's the way, the truth, and the light. He's El Shaddai. He's Elohim. He's Jehovah Jireh. He's Jehovah Nisi. He's Jehovah Rapha. He's Adonai. He's the beginning. He's the ending. He's Alpha. He's Omega. He's the God who was. He is, and he is to come. He's the baby in the manger, but he's the God of creation. He's the Jesus of the New Testament and the God of the Old Testament. Jesus, Master. Jesus, Master. Jesus. Could, would you open your mouth and say it today? Jesus, Master. Jesus, Master. Jesus, Master. You ought to praise him for just a few minutes. You can remain standing. I'm, I'm, I'm finished. I want to. Ah. I want to encourage somebody today.
What you say matters. You have the authority to speak over it. Every parent today that has dedicated a child, you have the authority to speak over that child's future. That's right. You know why? Because you're the parent. And God sees you as the leader of that child. And so what I speak now, some of y'all are so fearful that your child's going to get sick. You're so fearful that something's going to happen. I rebuke that fear in you today. You ought to just start speaking. My child's going to live. My child's going to be healthy. My child's going to be awesome. My child's going to be smart. My child is going to be intelligent. My child's going to... Why? Because what I say matters. So many people live this life, and all they can say is, leper, unclean. When they're around other lepers, they, they have conversations. But when they're around people that are healed, all they can say is, leper, unclean. I'm no good. Keep your distance from me. But today there's got to be somebody who changes that tone in your family. Changes that tone in your home. And listen, you don't have to, ha you don't have to speak of how good you are. Because that's not what this is about. Jesus. Master. Jesus. Master. Jesus. Master. Have mercy on I pray this word was an encouragement to you today. Thank you again for tuning in to Truth Chapel's podcast. If you have not yet, please take a moment and leave us a quick review. God bless and have a great rest of your day.